Hi guys, welcome to episode six of Two Blondes and a Brunette presented by the Griffcast. I'm Steph Wetzel and I'm here with Abby Wojcik, Nolan Hopkins, and our guest, Khalil Gordon. Today we're gonna be talking about the pursuit of happiness. Hope you guys enjoy this week's episode. Khalil, how are you today? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Thanks for being here, being here Khalil. <laughs> <laughs> always, always a pleasure. All right. So, oh. do you want to start us out talking talk that talk to us about the book that you you read earlier? I had a lot of coffee today. I'm kind of jittery. That's yeah, fine. I, I didn't get a lot of sleep. I'm on like <laughs> yeah. I'm on my second cup. It's so. like noon, yeah. but it feels a lot earlier. Anyone else feel really jittery? Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm like I'm, I'm like jittery, but I'm also extremely tired. Yes, so it's like a weird, so like my body's crazy. My, my mind is moving so slow, exactly. but my body is just like moving. I feel like a 15 minutes earlier for delivery today just completely mm. throws off the entirety of my sleep schedule. Really, really, really. <laughs> I don't know, just it's just a 15 minute change because I wake up 7:30 in the mornings anyway. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. look, um, a few years ago, I mean junior year of high school, we had to read. John Krakauer's Into the Wild as a summer reading. And if you don't know, it's about this guy named Chris McCandless who hitchhikes across America under a code name and he meets a whole host of characters. It's actually nonfiction, but anyway, his end goal is to rough it out in the Alaskan wilderness for a while, just to reach enlightenment, find his own happiness. But when he gets there, he's like horrifically underprepared and he starves to death on a bus and like a tour group finds his body, but. Wow. Yeah. It's a a really good story. No, it's a really good story. Like his journey across America is really interesting. And that's, that journey is one of my biggest takeaways from the book is he gets a lot of criticism from characters in the book for trying to pursue this kind of foolhardy end goal, but despite all of it, he just perseveres and keeps going. And that has been one of my most inspirational reads over the past few years because it really just changed the way I look at life and what it means to be alive and what it means to be happy. So that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today. Awesome. I feel like that's um, cool that you got so much out of one book um and i feel like i can relate to that a little bit so it's just cool that like you still kind of like are thinking about that story and and trying to bring its like themes and messages into your own ideas it's like one of two books i it's one of like two books that i officially own i have of beetles and angels that I got in middle school and Into the Wild I stole from my friend Dylan a few years ago. Uh, He was perfectly fine with it because he never read it, but I (laughs) really wanted to have a copy. Wow. Anyway. Uh, (laughs) All right, well, here, let me ask you this then. So what you learned from that book, I I never read it, but from the synopsis you just gave, um, sounds like the the guy kind of left his life behind to do what he've always, I guess, yeah. always wanted to do or something that he wanted to do in the moment. Have you kind of felt, ever felt that an urge like that where you wanted to just, you know, whatever, I'm not, I don't want to go back to school. I don't want to do this. I just want to go do something. Go pursue something. Yeah, yeah. 
Did that ever have, have you ever had that experience since you read that book? I've had that a lot since I've read that book, and even a bit before, because I grew up in sort of a really agricultural place, so just the simplicity of it all just has been something that's been near and dear to my heart, like, just since childhood. And I actually applied to Canisius to become an ABEC major, where, and I got a lot of backlash from, like, my mom and my grandma, who like oh you can't make money off of that mm. but the pursuit of like money has never really been something big of mine so I applied and I studied and I got in nonetheless but even now after that I find myself kind of tending towards English as something that'll sort of bring me happiness in my life Mm -hmm. And I haven't told them yet. I'm sure that would also get a lot of backlash. So I'm also <laughs> trying to dip my toes into business just to get, you know, a little <laughs> bit of a pass. <laughs> um, but you're thinking then about like doing, taking like more English classes. Is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah. Like cool. changing your major or still sticking with ABEC and then just taking English classes on top of that? I'm thinking of dropping ABEC down to a minor. Okay. And mm. then majoring in English. Nice. I'm an English major, so <laughs> sounds pretty cool to me. I'm I'm all for going for English majors, so nice. So staying on the topic of pursuit of happiness, what do you guys do to stay happy? Like if you're like having a rough day, like what do you do to mm -hmm. kinda counteract that? That's a good question. Abby, you got an answer right now? Um, well, what do I do to stay happy? <laughs> <laughs> it's a I mean I think I think a short answer is just do what you love. Yeah, but that's you know there's a lot that get, that's a, a lot that goes into that because um, you know okay do what you love but what do you love? Right. Um, so I don't know. Well, I, mean, I you, think what do you guys love? <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, I think that I found a lot of comfort in reading, um, which kind of makes sense because I also love writing and 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 I'm an English major, so it all like kind of coincides. But reading books and especially reading poetry and writing poetry has like been this sort of like side interest and passion of mine for a while um really since I entered college and that writing poetry I think is one thing that like comforts me because I really just write that for myself it's not like articles for the griffin it's not papers or short stories that I'm doing for classes it's just like in my notebook that nobody sees, nobody like, does, it never really, nothing ever really happens to them. So um, unless I like feel particularly proud of one, I might submit it somewhere, but it's really just for me. So I think that's something that I really do because it makes me happy. Yeah, I feel like I have a lot of friends that have said like similar things, like they keep their own journal and they just write mm -hmm. in a journal. Mm -hmm. And like, it's not for anyone else to read, it's just like, a way for them to comfort themselves. It's yeah. like almost like a coping mechanism. Like if they're having a rough day, like they'll just write about it. And that's helped them a lot. But yeah. what about you, Khalil? What do you do? Um, so despite any and all social anxiety I might have, I'm actually <laughs> a fairly extroverted guy. So at the risk of sounding cliche, I just like to be around my friends. I like to make them happy. Just seeing that I am contributing to them having a 
better day and to just see like the smile and joy on their faces is really something that brings me a lot of happiness like I kind of try to lighten the mood in a lot of times I try to just be the <laughs> jokey default kind of guy just cause when the people around me are happy that's when I know that I personally am the happiest they're nice like simpler things like I enjoy writing but it's not to that extent like you yeah. said Abby that's more of a personal thing that's like just yeah. for me but when I'm out and about that's like sort of a communal happiness which is something that I really cherish and enjoy nice like, yeah I don't know I'm, I'm almost not that I'm the opposite you know I love hanging out with my friends I love being around people having fun um but what really brings me happiness sometimes is just having a, that, that alone time to myself. Um, I, I've kind of talked about it um, when we talked about stress on a previous episode where, like, in my head, um, I, I, like, I always have very busy days, and I never take the time for myself to just relax and, like, just take, like, 20 minutes just to breathe. I never, I don't really do that a lot. Um, but I've been starting to do that more recently, and I realized that it helps me get through the days uh, a little, a little, a little easier. Um, like today, delivered seven in the morning, mm -hmm. uh, went back to bed for an hour, went to my 9.30 class, absolutely exhausted, <laughs> but I still went there. And then from 10.30 till, till we started recording, um, what I was thinking about, okay, maybe I should go to the library and work, work on um, some homework for a class. But like, no, I'm just gonna go back to my house, literally just lay in my bed for an hour um, and just relax and kind of have that time to myself. And now I'm sitting here and I just, I feel relaxed. I feel good because I had that time to myself already mm -hmm. today. So that's kind of what I do. Um, I also like playing video games. I play, <laughs> lot, I play a lot of video games. I listen to a lot of music. Um, so those kind of just like minor things on a daily basis that help me find my happiness through the, cha the chaos yeah. of, of an everyday life. Mm. I can agree with that. I, I don't know, like I used to be like the type of person where I felt like I needed to be around people all the time to just you know, like feel comfortable, but I feel like now, I don't know if it's just because I'm older or like, I don't know if my, my personality is changing, but I'm becoming more comfortable and actually really wanting to have more alone time. Like, you know, like years ago, I would, I was never the type of person that could like go to like a coffee shop by myself and just sit by myself. Like I would feel just very like uncomfortable with the fact that they'd be like, oh, people are judging me. Like they like just being by myself. But now like, I love doing stuff like that and I don't know like I look forward to stuff like that so I I can agree with that like yes like spending time with your friends obviously like that like it brings me a lot of happiness but also that alone time for sure I think it's interesting um that you say it's kind of like changed for you mm -hmm. over time and I'm maybe curious of what you guys think like how your different interests or passions or ideas about happiness have changed and evolved over the years like how do you feel like that's like grown or matured? Because I think that's interesting. Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely my interests and like goals for the future have changed over time. Like I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that I've lived in so many different places and met so many different people. Like back when I lived in Jamaica, my values were a lot different from what they are now. And even when I was living there, I was moving all the time. So I remember I wanted to be a teacher because that's what my dad was. I wanted to be a 
farmer because that's what was like weirdly enough the popular thing when I was in high school. Um, but since I've lived in the US, like a lot of things that I enjoy have like almost fundamentally changed and I think that's a lot to do with who I'm now surrounded with. Like, one of my friends, like I think I'm, I mentioned him before, Dylan, he plays, or he, yeah, he still plays. He plays Frisbee, and he was head of the team in high school. And I joined up just so he could have, like, a full roster. And I ended up really enjoying it, and it's now something I, like, I really enjoy doing. And he also introduced me to a lot of new video games. Like, you like kind of like what you said, Nolan, like, there's a new Pokemon game coming out or already came out by today. And yeah, I'm just gonna be locked up <laughs> in my room all weekend, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I love that. I have like, I, I, I miss those days back like middle school when I would just play Call of Duty all day. And now I have like responsibility and it's ridiculous, so. <laughs> Is that, you, do you still play Call of Duty? What oh, other games oh, do you yeah. play? Yeah, um, <laughs> right now I, I, pl I play Call of Duty. I play a lot of sports games. You play um, the craft? Minecraft? Yeah. Used to, Ooh, not craft. anymore. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I've never I, heard yeah. that before, actually. Are y'all never heard of the craft? <laughs> Minecraft is the greatest game I've ever invented. Um, but no, I don't play it anymore. I used to, though. I used to play it a lot. Mm, my but. roommates play Minecraft a lot, too. Oh, well, it's just yeah, so it's mindless. the best it's awesome. game. Yeah. It's so fun and just they're, mindless. They and were playing the song and I, is amazing. They were telling me that, um, well, they were actually watching people play. Um, which is another thing that people. No, that's like a I, whole I, other culture. I, I do that. No, I I I'm on I'm on YouTube all the time watching video games. Yeah, I don't really video game personalities that. are really. Some of them are really funny. Yeah. Yeah, I, but anyway, they were watching, and they were like, they're about to complete the game, and I'm like, I didn't know Minecraft had a goal <laughs> at all, <laughs> and they were telling me about this like dragon that. Or, or monster the thing ender, that the ender dragon yeah the gene so I was um <laughs> a pretty interested in that because I was like I, th I thought it was just like you explore and build and sometimes you die but then you just come back and do it all <laughs> over again yeah see I was never into gaming like maybe like when the Wii was like a really big thing <laughs> I would play like Mario Kart but that's pretty much the extent yeah, of my and, and I was never good either like I was never good at video games so Never something I got into, but it's a big thing. <laughs> so, so cool. Now you're into frisbee and video games. Um, anything else? <laughs> uh, my friend Karen has permanently ruined my life by introducing me to D and D, which mm. is not something I spend exorbitant amounts of time on. So, I'm not happy about that, but I love her for it. <laughs> yeah. I guess just. Shifting the question back on to you guys, like how yeah. have you guys noticed your like interests and like goals change as you got older? Hmm. Yeah, uh, I feel like for me, I've I'm very lucky in the sense that I feel like from a very young age, I kind of figured out what I like to do, and my interests really haven't changed much. Um, even like again, like back in middle school, I I fell in love with video games and sports. And still to this day, I'm all about video games and sports. Obviously, you know, the things I do, you know, that's just like my leisure time, like what I do in my free time. Obviously, you know, what I do in, when I'm working, I suppose, is different. Um, 
but I don't I, I don't really know. I, I feel like for the most part, my interests have stayed the same for the majority of my life to this point. So yeah. like I realized at a young age that I was, you know, I was interested in journalism. Um, my interests have sh- shifted a little bit in this field where I don't really think <coughs> I want to be a writer anymore per se. Mm. I want to go more digital uh, photo- with like, you know, photography or maybe, um, you know, TV production and things like that. Um, communication side or public relations. Um, and I'm not really sure why that changed. I'll, I'll think about that while you guys answer cool. what, what, why, I cha- why I shifted my, uh, my focus. From writing? Yeah. I think for me, um, I've also kind of always been interested in reading and writing. Um, and I've always wanted to go to school for English. But I think for me, um, my interest in journalism came kind of suddenly when I started school, started college, because that was like never on my radar. I thought like, it just was not on the table for me. I wanted to be, I just wanted to be an author. Um, that was it when I was in high school. Um, but being a part of the Griffin has like formed this like new passion for how I can do a lot of really cool things with journalism and, and writing things for publication. Cause I, I really like to write about social justice issues and stuff like that. So I feel like a passion for like doing something, being active um, in that way, which is something new for me. Like I never pursued journalism before starting college. So I feel like that's like a new way that I've changed and matured. Like you're the type of writing you do. Yeah, definitely the type of writing I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like I'm similar to you guys as well. My interests haven't really changed (laughs) at all (coughs) since high school, actually. Like, I, you know, wrote for my school paper in high school. I was the features editor in high school. So, really, I haven't changed much at all in that sense. But I... I'm also an economics major, for those of you who don't know, and initially, like when I started college, I had economics was my minor, and I was pretty much just doing it to make my family happy, just, you know, like, oh, like I'm going into a field that I'm pretty much guaranteed to make good money in, whereas like like journalism, it's a tough field to get into. Um, But then, honestly, I ended up really loving it. I made it my second major. And it's actually something that I'm really interested in and something that I could really see myself pursuing on top of journalism. So I guess in that sense, like, yeah. that I've, my interests have changed a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Just to, so I'll circle back to yeah, what I was thinking right? while you guys were talking. <laughs> um, uh, just kind of get back to the whole topic of just pursuing your happiness. I think so this summer I wrote for um, like a small sports news website called Fansource. I ended up, I started off uh, as just a normal writer, ended up getting promoted to like a content director and whatnot. And it was about midway through the summer when I realized that every time I tried to sit down and write an article, I would just get really, really stressed out. Mm. And I started thinking about, okay, well, you know, how have I felt since I started, I guess, being a journalist back in high school? And I started thinking, and even with articles for the Griffin, I would still just like feel really stressed out when I start to mm. write them. And I don't think I'm a bad writer by any stretch. I, I think I'm a solid writer for for newspapers and stuff and, and such, but um, I, I just realized that it just stresses me out. And every time I sit down to write, I just feel like I just procrastinate so much because I just don't want to mm. do it. Um, I, I'm not really sure where that stems from. Um, but I started kind of realizing this summer that like maybe I don't want to be a, a, a professional journalist or a writer or anything like that. Um, so I started leaning more towards the other fields in the communication journalism field. Um, and I've always I know I've always wanted to. I realized this summer I've, I really want to work for a sports team. 
um, in some ca capacity. Uh, again, whether it be like um, communications or public relations or uh, something in the digital media production side or anything like that. Um, so I think I realized this summer that, I don't know, I just, I, I like creating things, but not necessarily in writing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of just where I've changed. That's a cool revelation, and, and, though, yeah. to have. So it's definitely, it definitely, it was nice to have in college while I still yeah. had the time, and not if I was 28 and a journalist <laughs> and I hated my life. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm glad I realized that now. <laughs> I, um, someone else I know also sort of had a revelation in their junior year of college, you know, almost done with uh, their bio major just switched it just switched oh it completely i couldn't even imagine but they did it they just switched and i i don't know like it's scary what, what'd they switch to in like environmental studies sociology kind of major and i'm just like that's really scary but at the same time this is as early as you can make the change like this is yeah. as early as it's going to be so yeah. that is the way to do it i guess yeah and i mean if if, if i was really that unhappy with my major and like where my career was going, I'd much rather, you know, tack on an additional two years of school, let's say, than be in the profession and just not like and my job it, at yeah. all. Yeah, so. I feel like that even relates to the book, Khalil, cause there, maybe there's like this sense of doubt in like finding your happiness or pursuing your happiness. Do you think that that like connects to the, into the wild at all? Um, he, from what I can remember, doesn't really have a lot of doubts about what he wants to do. Mm -hmm. He, like like what Nolan kind of guessed, he almost poetically had like this really nicely structured future. Like he was like top of his class in high school, like right out of it he got this job that was like really well paying. His boss really liked him, wanted to promote him right away. He came from this like kind of well-off family but he just sort of did what he wanted to do sold his car like kind of came up with his fake name and I think a lot of people sort of realize really late into life that they're unhappy with their current situation like and at that point they're just kind of locked into it until they die like my dad he is a younger guy but kind of too old to switch careers now but he genuinely does not like being a teacher and that's sort of something I've never really wanted for myself because I kind of view it as you really only get this one life and why would you kind of waste it doing something that you hate just because you feel like you have to. Right. And no, it's kind of led to a lot of indecisiveness when it comes to like actually making concrete decisions. Cause like I haven't officially declared a major yet, but I'm like on the ABEC track and yeah, sometimes, like what you said, I do have doubts about whether or not I actually do want to make the switch to English, but thinking about it plainly, I am happier when I'm writing than when I'm studying hmm. like animal cognition or something like that. So I think 
I think a lot of people do get locked into these unhappy lives because they sort of doubt the feasibility of anything else. Like Yeah. Well said. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of it has to do with the pressure of figuring out what you want to do at such a young age. Like you think about it, you're a senior in high school, you're eighteen. And like yes, like you can change your mind. Like Nolan, you changed your mind, Kalil, like you're still deciding like the mm-hmm. person you know like ended up changing their mind junior year of college. So it's not to say that you can't, you know, make a different decision, but you're almost like kind of forced to be like, okay, this is what I think I want to do. And that alone is just, it's very stressful. Like Mm -hmm. my brother, he's applying to colleges now and he's having a hard time just figuring out what he wants to do. And I think like a lot of schools, they put a lot of pressure on that. And I think sometimes the students around you also put a lot of pressure on that. Like if the kids you're going to school with are like, oh, well, I'm going to go away to college. I'm going to go here. I'm going to apply to all these like really expensive schools and I'm going to, you know, major in biology and become a doctor. Then like, you know, you could be thinking like, oh, well, I was going to do creative writing or like I wanted, to, I don't know, like you yeah. could be thinking that you might be going down the wrong path just because of what other people are doing. And like you're comparing yourself to others. And I feel like that's it's a really toxic environment, and I really hate that high schools kind of put that pressure on you. And I think, going back to something you said, Khalil, about, like, the pressure you kind of felt but had to overcome from, like, your family about going to school for ABEC, and I feel like a lot of people feel this way, that there's this con- um, misconception that college and school and education is almost like career training, that it's supposed to be, like, you go, you major in something that you know you can get a job in and then you go do that job and like that's what life is but it's like it's hard to convince people otherwise that like college and education is about earning an education and not earning a career like there are there are career schools where you can go and you can learn to be a technician or plumber like and then you get a job doing that and but that's not what like college is that's not what Canisius is so um yeah I like what you're saying about that that's like pressure sorry that turned into like a rant for a second <laughs> but no. like I think, I think I mean I think it's all, all of us self-doubt mm-hmm. um where it's so easy to kind of give up on yourself after just like you know we I think we all know the feeling that you, you know we have a really bad test grade and then we're so down on ourselves and then we're like oh my gosh like I'm awful in this class I might have to drop I don't know what I'm doing and then maybe the next test you get a 90 and it's just like True. just in that moment you kind of you you psych yourself out um like, like, for example, like one of my friends here is one of the most productive, smartest, hardworking people I've ever met. Um, and I was talking to you yesterday, you know, we, we walked we walk back from class together, and I was like, oh, so, you know, how you doing, whatever. And she was just like, I am so stressed out. Like, this semester has really, like, beat me up. Like, I've got so much going on, all this stuff. And I remember thinking, like, you know, obviously she's my friend. I've been like, oh, I'm so sorry, but that sucks. But in my head, I'm like, wow, like, so even even some of the most the smartest most productive people also still get that self doubt and that feeling of oh my gosh I am so done with this which I think is kind of crazy to me because we all we all look at um, especially in college we all look at other kids around us and kind of benchmark ourselves like I'll, I'll look at you know I'll look at my friend like oh my gosh he's got two internships already I only have one like oh what do I do what do I do yeah. like I'm definitely falling behind but I think we all have to realize that you know everyone goes at a different pace but I feel like that that fe- that that feeling of being rushed into a decision um, really is what trips kids up and makes maybe makes them choose a major that they don't really want to 
pursue, but they feel like they have to because they feel like they need to make money. They feel like they need to have this certain job. They, they need to be employed the second they graduate or they're going to be a failure. And I think it's just, it's kind of a, it's an ultra competitive world we live in now right. um, where that's kind of just the end product. Right. And there's even a lot of stress like to like continue on with college. Like it's like gotten to the point where it's like, oh, like you, you only have a bachelor's degree. Like you, you're going to make a lot more money if you go get your master's, if you go get your yeah. PhD. So even, not even just going to college in general, but continuing on with your education has become like a huge thing now. Yeah. Maybe we should all hitchhike to Alaska. Right. <laughs> I'd love to hitchhike to Alaska. Let's do I'm it. In, let's do it. <laughs> I don't want to die, though. <laughs> like the summer, though. <laughs> yeah, not that well, part. <laughs> just do the opposite. Just He brought books. Just bring food. And, and like, books, though. Yeah, I've, and, <laughs> well, and bro, and, yeah, and books, but you can't See, really eat a book. Maybe, maybe like, video die, games. Yeah. His, like, food-to-book <laughs> ratio was, like, three to one, if even that. So Yeah, not the smartest. Yeah, you might want to bring a little bit more food um, <laughs> if you ever want to go hitchhike into the wild. But. I feel like now, this weekend, I'm going to try to... Watch Into the Wild. It's also a movie. Ooh. So yeah, I I, I remember I remember seeing trailers for it. I never watched it, it's but it's, I really want to watch it now. It sounds it's good. It's been a while since yeah. I've seen it, so maybe I'll watch it over winter break. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyone have any other any other points they want? Finishing make? thoughts, Khalil. No. No. <laughs> Be happy. Be happy. Do it for me. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> Be happy. If you don't do it for yourself, do it for Khalil. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. I'm rooting for you. Aw. Cool. Thanks, man. <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks for it. listening, everyone. All right. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter at Real Griffcast. More news and obviously not like this podcast, but the rest of our lineup. Stave. Step. Stave. Stave. <laughs> wow. Step. Take us home. Is that my new nickname? Stave. Stave. Bye, guys. Bye.